Jordan's subjective. Jordan's subjective. Jordan's subjective. Jordan's subjective perspective. Ha ha. Hi. Ha ha. It's my fuckboy laugh. I've been working on it. Yeah. Like I've, thank you. I've literally been working on that laugh. It's good. Ha 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 ha. I don't think that's fuckboy at all. What? It, that doesn't sound a little like that doesn't resemble fuckboy at least a little bit. No. What? What it is it? What's odd. a fuckboy laugh? I don't think there is a fuckboy laugh. Fuck oh, there's totally like, a fuckboy no, laugh. They just ignore you. That's kind of what a fuckboy does. So that's what a fuckboy is to you? Yeah. Just somebody who ignores you? Just a jerk, I guess. Okay. I kind of see that more with, like, what a douchebag would be. Yeah, I guess so. Do you think douchebag and fuckboy are synonymous? Because I don't see them as synonymous. I mean, I think they go hand in hand. You can't really be a fuckboy without kind of being a douchebag. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah. You gotta have a little douche in you to be a fuckboy. Yeah, I agree. I feel like a fuckboy to me is, and it's probably different from like a male perspective versus a female perspective. Yeah. But I feel like what a fuckboy to me would be somebody who like doesn't hold opinions of their own. They live for partying. Like partying's not just like a part of their life, it's like their life. Like whatever they have to do in life. Plus, partying is like their life. That's like their existence. Okay. And they don't they don't have very many opinions of their own. They kind of go with the crowd. That's true. That's I don't know fair. if that's what a fuckboy is to most people, but. I mean, I think they're more of like a crowd pleaser. Like they don't. I agree with like not having their own opinions because I think they're just do being a fuckboy to get attention. Yeah. 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 The attention variables, everything. <laughs> Definitely. I don't think anyone's a fuckboy just because they want to be an asshole. You know? I know a lot of people think, like, fuckboy resembles being, like, the player type. Yeah. I heard somebody, some girl describe fuckboy as somebody who is going to string women on emotionally but like they'll never emotionally commit or something like that. Like it was like a, it was a very like psychological description of what they they thought a fuckboy was. Cuz it's kind of a loose term. There's a high level That's of ambiguity true. to like fuckboy per se. Yeah, everyone can perceive it differently, I guess. I don't know. To me, it's fuckboy is just someone that doesn't commit and they go around just doing their thing. I guess. I don't know. Just doing their thing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to explain a fuckboy, I guess. You just know it when you see one, I guess. <laughs> was it, was it, okay, that was my actual laugh right there. Was, <laughs> is that a fuckboy laugh? No, it's no. nice. It's a nice laugh. It's a delightful laugh. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, if you could get a ringtone, would you possibly have my laugh as your ringtone? Yeah. It, it's not that good? No. Okay. Not good enough for ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not long enough for ringtone. That's a good point. It's yeah. Everybody's just it's like, just who like is that chuckle. laughing? Yeah, it's just a chuckle. It's not anything, like, progressive. I feel like I have different versions of laugh, though. I feel like everybody has a different version of a laugh. Like, whenever something's kind of funny, that's kind of my laugh. And then if something's super funny, I'll get, like, this high-pitched, like, hyena sound. 
be like, ha! Like a, you don't have like a smoker's cough? like. No, I, I never cough. Oh, I can cough when I laugh too hard. Just like shortness of breath? <laughs> yeah. So you're like laughing and coughing at the same time? Yeah, it's awful. If it's really funny. I feel like that's going to result in you like crying a little bit too. I feel like there would be tears involved with that. That's happened, yeah. Have you re- so you've laughed so hard that you've cried? Yeah. Have you not? I I think maybe this one time. This one time. I'll never forget this moment in high school. But I don't even know what it was. Just me and three friends were out at Jack in the Box getting food. And we're all just sitting there dying laughing. And I've done like some pretty intense ab workouts. And my stomach has never felt so sore. Oh, my God. Like, my stomach was killing me. We were laughing so hard. Yeah, and it was those. It was just a beautiful moment because we were, we were just together. Just I have not laughed that hard in my entire life. That was probably the hardest laugh I've ever had. It was just four of us just joking about one thing, and then the next thing became funnier, and then we would say something else, which became funnier. And then we're laughing for no reason. Then we're laughing yeah. at the fact that we're laughing <laughs> so hard in this public establishment, yeah. like falling over, and then somebody else would do something like, drastic because they're laughing so hard like they might be like laughing and then be like <gasps> and then everybody's laughs at like that like their shortness of breath and they're like oh this is this is too good yeah it was like the most contagious laughter i've ever experienced yeah i don't know if i've had that experience yet sounds fun though i saw a twitter post one time which I actually deleted my twitter my personal one recently and um they oh <laughs> It was like these two guys hanging out and they just they're just like dying laughing and then they do something and they point at it yeah. in the room and then they laugh even harder and then they like they're giving each other high fives like falling falling laughing and the caption was something like if you've if you've ever had this moment or this is like the greatest moment you can have with a friend or something like that and that's so true just laughing yeah that's true like just you guys ah uh, because you think, laughter. like, you're looking back at, like, laughing with your friends, like, it's a memory. Absolutely. And, like, makes you happy. It's just, it's so funny how it just, it, it can, like, become so contagious. Yeah. Happiness is contagious. Is sadness contagious? I don't know. I mean, if you're already sad, I feel like if someone else is sad, like, it can bring out what you're, like, hiding, I guess. Okay. I don't think someone can just be sad and then make someone else happy sad. See, I don't, I don't know if I agree with happiness being contagious because, like, really? yeah, I feel like whenever people are in a state of suffering and a state yeah. of loss or trauma, or or just being a negative person, yeah, it's really difficult to become aware of the beauties in the world whenever you're in in a state of suffering. Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying it's not possible. I think it's an art. I think I think that's like a real talent to a human yeah. being. Like I think that's like a superpower almost. If you're like in a really bad place and you're able to still see beauty in the world and not just look at everything as like ugly and gross and terrible and malevolent, like it's that's kind of a superpower in a way. Yeah. I think that just being a positive person, like you can change people's day really easily just like if they're having a crappy day if you're being a crappy person then they're gonna have a crappier day but if you're a positive person or a happy person then you never know like what their day can go like after that 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of cool, those little small encounters, too. Yeah. The little ones that you, you like, and you've probably been on both ends of them, but whenever you're on the receiving end and you're like, wow, that, that subtle little thing that that person did, they probably saw it as so not, or they saw it as so trivial. Yeah. But, like, to me, it was, like, some, it was memorable. Like, it was something yeah. I'm thinking about later. Yeah, I agree. It's a beautiful moment. We've yeah. all had it. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree with your logic there because I feel like whenever I'm, uh, whenever that happens to me, it kind of uh, plays upon my desire to reciprocate that as I navigate throughout life. Yeah. Like I'm like, hey, I remember how that person made me feel the other day. Let's kind of try to keep the ball rolling on that and let me be an example of that as well. Yeah, I agree. Or if, like, someone made you feel crappy, then being positive instead because you know how, like, you felt when they made you have a crappier day than you were having. So True. Turn it around on them. Goes both ways. Yeah. Just like me. (laughs) 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 No, but, um, how was I going to say? What if what if human beings were just like super like 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 emotions were just extremely contagious? Like what if we were just like hundred percent receptive to somebody else and how they're feeling? We're just our emotions are just fluctuating at like drastic levels all throughout the day, completely dependent upon who we're hanging around. That sounds awful. You couldn't do things that we're dealing with a lot of people on a daily basis. Like, yeah. I'm working a serving job right now. There's no way I could do that if I if that was, like, how humans were programmed. Yeah. It's like you go to one table, they're super positive. You're like, oh, let's go, let's go. You walk to the next fucking table, and then they're just, like, in a super negative state. And then yeah. you walk away with that. They're, like, pissed off at you. <laughs> I mean, I go through the same thing with donors all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, I'll have one that's, like, With donors. Yeah. Like blood or do- er, uh, plasma donors, right? Yeah. Because you stick people with needles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'll have one person that's, like, totally cool. And, like, I mean, a lot of people get anxious, obviously, like, donating plasma. But, like, I'll have someone that, like, does it all the time and they're fine. And then someone that does it all the time, but they, like, still jump at, like, the needle. And they're, like, anxious and worried. And then I have some people that are just pissed off when they come in. So, I get Every angle of everything. If you're in a pissed off mood, do you stick people harder? No. Shove it in their <laughs> I arm. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I try my best to not hurt anybody. But, you know, you're going to hurt people no matter if you try hard. So. I feel like females are good with if you're dealing with somebody who's really crabby. <laughs> with dealing with them with a perfect smile. But then yeah. as soon as they leave and you turn to your coworker, or you turn to whoever's <laughs> around, you're like... Oh, my God. That they person was the worst. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't done that before, but I don't do it often unless they're really crappy. Okay. I do it more. Girls are good at that. No. You're all fake. That's what I'm getting at. Oh, my God. I'm just no kidding. No, not. I'm not a misogynist. <laughs> yeah. Are you a, with the men equivalent of a misogynist? Do you hate all men? No. Are all men assholes? No. Some men are assholes, but not all of them. True. But some women are assholes, not all of them. There needs to be like a fuckboy equivalent for for, uh, females. (laughs) For girls. 
Yeah, I mean. What would that even be? I mean, I think girls already get enough hate sometimes for, like, I don't know, like, think of it this way. Like, if a guy sleeps with three people, like, it's like, go you. And then if a girl does, it's like, she's a slut. So, you know. A double standard's real. Yeah, exactly. I think that's because this is my this is to my understanding. This is what I would hypothesize. Okay. Is that I think in more like tribal days, like hunter gatherer times, if a guy has to carry go go and get resources for that female, and she's giving it up like very easily then that's like the worst thing ever is if he's going to provide resources for her and the offspring. If that's not his offspring, then he's doing that to provide for another man's offspring. Yeah. So women are incentivized to be more choosy maters. Yeah. But men are, we're kind of uh, the most like replaceable sex. So we're going to be, I don't know, like we're going to try to spread our seed as much as possible <laughs> to guarantee the success of passing on our genetics yeah <laughs> that's true i don't know guys will go around and spread their seeds everywhere they can i don't know what to say to that <laughs> <laughs> they will won't they oh well i just tried to drink this <laughs> with the cap on that is ate up it's okay i spilled my water wait do you know what ate up means no ate up you've never heard that expression it's a St. Louis thing. I didn't realize it was a St. Louis thing until I've said it in front of people outside of St. Louis. What's it mean? It's a really difficult thing to explain. It ate up basically means, uh, how would I even describe it? A good, like, I don't know, like some if somebody's kind of like a barhead, like they do a lot of Xanax, or if they're like kind of like a stoner and kind of ditzy, like in, in that way. Uh, it doesn't, I mean, if you're describing a person, this is yeah. kind of how it'd be like, this is like the archetypical like example or definition of eight up. It'd be somebody like that, that they're just like, ha ha. Yeah, man. Like you like say something and it, it, I don't know if you've ever said something complex and, or I don't know, requires some level of conceptual thinking or comprehension. And you, you say that to them and they're like, Haha, <laughs> yeah, man. Like that's an eight up response because that might be an eight up individual. Like, but it's it contextually it's a difficult thing to describe. Like that that right there. So I was trying to take a sip out of that. Yeah. It's it's kind of like almost synonymous with like ditzy. Okay. Like that was a ditzy mistake. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, I didn't understand that at first, but yeah, that makes sense. It's it's one of those things that I've learned through context, not through like a concrete definition of yeah. what it actually means. That's so weird. I've never even heard someone say that before. St. Louis, St. Louis. I bet I bet Springfield has some expressions. I haven't caught on to them yet. If there are, but anything that's like specific to this city, I don't think so. You know, I heard one the other day. It was. Uh, Oh, what what's the name of it? It was the it was the name of the city. It was like Angel Town. No, that wasn't it. Of Springfield? Yeah. And it wasn't four one seven either. I mean that would just be area code. I don't know. I don't remember neither. I have no idea. Shit. I I know I know the guy upstairs that you just met, he he knows and he made 
he like does rap so he yeah. um excuse me he does rap and he like made a song called that which is why i even know what it's called but it's on the trash cans i have no idea i don't know neither it's just like a saying it's or? like it's kind of like what springfield's referred to it's gonna come to me at the middle of this podcast we're gonna be talking about like panda bears and then it's gonna come up yeah i'm just gonna be like oh it was this yeah yeah i have no idea what you're talking about we'll get back to you i don't even know what i'm talking about half the time <laughs> i'm just talking shit it's okay happens exactly so let's move on to the next topic oh my australian friend just messaged me he said, yeah, I can't wait, mate. <laughs> they, they have, oh, let's, on the topic of expressions, Australian people, oh, my God, they have so many. They, they call, um, one of my favorite ones is, we're not here to fuck spiders. That's what Australian people will say. Referring to? So it pretty much means we're not here to fuck around. Like, hey, man, would you like to take a shot? Oh, mate, we're not here to fuck spiders. Pull me too. <laughs> Like it, like kind of like uh, like I'm not here to mess around. Let's go or like. I love that. Should we go in this dark alleyway? Do you say that now? Because it's a shortcut to get to my car. <laughs> I might. We're not here to fuck spiders. I've never heard an Australian person talk. Oh really? I don't think I've ever met someone like from Australia. Do you know the nuances between a British accent and an Australian accent or an Irish accent? It's, I'm really, I'm, I'm so terrible at doing a British accent, but Australian's more like twangy. It's yeah. more like, I guess you'd say country. More like, I, I mean, outback because it is the outback. Uh, yeah. It's, I, I can't even do them like side to side. If you hear them side to side though, uh, English is more proper typically. Yeah. Australian's more slang. They have a lot of different expressions. Uh, but yeah, I can't actually do them for you. But if you were to hear them, you'd be able to tell pretty quickly that they're yeah. different at bare minimum i love that another I love to hear someone talk yeah right? right they have beautiful accents they really do yeah i mean i've like heard them on tv obviously but never like met someone with an accent they call people blokes that's another that's what they, like you'd be like hey man hey dude hey bloke what else is another one? Oh, oh uh why, why can't I not think of the name of them? They call sandals something. Thongs. They call sandals no, thongs. Yes. <laughs> oh, but the specifically thongs. the ones that are like, like an ing, like they they indent inside the, your bigger toe and the toe next to it. Okay. So they call that a thong. They call that a thong. Cool. The more you know, right? Yeah. Learning every day. What? <laughs> no, just, I don't know. I just think they have funny expressions. Yeah, they do. It makes me want to meet someone, honestly. Make them talk to me. I had two really good Australian friends that had like a significant impact on my life. And I'm actually, I'm going to Europe in December and I'm going to stay there as long as I can afford to do so. And I'll probably yep. end up working to stay there longer. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know how long I'm going to be there, but I'm going to try to make it a few months. Yeah. Uh, and they're they're probably part of the reason why I'm even doing that because hanging out with them on a consistent basis for an entire semester was traveling in itself because you're constantly learning in comparison if you're hanging out with somebody who was born yeah. and raised in the same hometown and then going to the same school that you went to in college like there's just so much more to learn with um, yeah. people from another country but 
they're I don't know. I like Australian culture. They they seem to be more laid back overall. They do a lot more traveling. It seems. Yeah. Uh, a little bit more open minded, at least in comparison. All these things in comparison to the Midwest. Mm-hmm. But it's it's um, it's, they're cool people. They're cool people. Do you want to go all over Europe? Ideally speaking, I would like to. Yes. Yeah. I would. I would love to do so. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, like your three main places that you want to go to. Three main. Yeah, like oh. if you could pick, if you could only pick three places. So I'll go first since you asked me, Kay. and then I'm gonna rebuttal you with the same question. Is that fair? That's fair. Shit. I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly where, because I'm going off of like what people have said is cool. Some that. That's hard. I just don't know. I've yeah. heard Netherlands is awesome. I've heard Dublin, Ireland's amazing. Yeah. I've heard Portugal's underrated. I've heard Croatia's underrated. Netherlands, I've heard great things about. Um, and then the I think the main two I get keep getting referenced to and recommended is uh, Italy and Spain as well. Oh, yeah. What about you? Where would you go? Well, I actually had, well, my roommate now, she had a foreign exchange student um, back in high school, and she was from Madrid, and so I would want to go there, because I want to see her, because we're still close, and then I want to go to Paris, because that's basic, and mm. like, everyone wants to go see the Eiffel Tower, and then Rome. Okay. It's really bad. I like it. Yeah. Like, if I could pick three places, that's where I'd go. It's a hard question. Yeah, it is. Because even, like, af- after naming all that, I'm literally just saying all just of Europe, yeah. but, like, I mean, Greece would be sick. Oh, yeah, definitely. What else? Like, um, Germany, I've heard, is great. Yeah. And they speak a lot of English there. Yeah, true that. Surprisingly. Iceland, I've heard really awesome things about. I've heard that's a really unique place. And then what's that? What's, what are the, um, I forgot what they're, Slovenian countries? It's, like, Denmark, Norway, and... Oh. Sweden and Finland. Yeah, you want to go there? Slovakian? Or is that the Slovakian? Oh no, is that, that's a that's a country in itself. Yeah, I have no idea. I, they have a Scandinavian, Scandinavian yeah. countries. Those yeah. are those are all grouped together. Those those last I just named besides yeah. Slovakia. But I don't know. I'm I mean I'm pretty much just naming every country <laughs> in Western Europe. Every place you do, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> you could do like a train and like go through a lot of them though. And, like, aren't flights cheaper there? So you could really, like, fly anywhere. I've heard they're, like, significantly cheaper. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately. That's awesome. Yeah. I want to back... Or what am I saying? I want to I wanna hitchhike while I'm there, too. <laughs> I'm not saying all the time, but I think yeah. I want to do it, like... I don't know. If it's, like, a main highway and I think it's, like, a practical time to try it, I think that'd be cool. But yeah. I hate the idea of standing out there for, like, five hours. So it I think it'd be, I'd be doing... I'd stand out there for, like, two or three, but... Yeah. You just think, too, like, most people take, like public transportation there so I'm, I'm trying to think uh maybe if there's like a spot from i don't know from like germany to italy and it's like a major highway and it's like no stopping towns in between like it's yeah. like a really straight shot there yeah maybe stand off the highway there who knows <laughs> you throw up your thumb see if they'll recognize that you need a ride yeah right <laughs> Would you ever hitchhike? Heck no. That's more scary for a girl, I think, than it is for a guy. Yeah, good point. Yeah. I'm too scared to stay alone at night. 
I could not hitchhike. There's no way. Uh, that's a good point because I was driving the other day and this this beautiful girl was walking. <laughs> it's like in the middle of the highway. Yeah. She's walking from like one side and then she stopped in the middle and then she's walking across the other part of the highway and I'm like, that's so uncommon. Usually, you just yeah. see like trashy men walking on the <laughs> sidewalk, sidewalks, but like like old men with long beards or something. But you never see like a beautiful woman. I was thinking. That was my first thought. I'm like, she's so vulnerable out here. Yeah. It's like, I was kind of scared for her, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Some people, I feel like some, like, women, they are, I don't know, more independent than others. Like, I'm not, I mean, I'm independent as in, like, I can pay my own bills and do that kind of stuff. But I honestly, if I didn't have two roommates, I, I don't even know what I would do. I mean, they never have anyway, but... It's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. I just, I don't think I'd be able to, like, live on my own and get... What's your reasoning? I don't know. I just, I hate being alone. That's fair. That's fair. Like, I just hate, like, coming home and, like, just being in silence, I guess. Would you say you're more, like, extroverted or... Or is it, like, a loneliness variable or... I don't know. I mean, I can be introverted or extroverted, so... I feel like, I don't know, because when I come home from work, like, I, w- I don't know. I have no idea, honestly. Yeah. But that's that's a, that's a, a tough thing. one. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like to be alone. Yeah, everybody's got their thing. Yeah. I know I noticed that a few years ago myself, and I was like, wow, I'm, like, really uncomfortable being alone. And yeah. then I just went like full introvert, just like force myself in that situation so I could find comfort in that. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. It was like a semester of just solitude, yeah. like intentional solitude. And it was it was uncomfortable at times, but it also made me a lot more comfortable with myself. Fair. I don't know. I just couldn't do it. I don't think just like coming home and like never having someone to talk to unless like you invite them over like call them mm-hmm. like i want to come home and like have a conversation or like i don't know cook dinner absolutely yeah i will say because i've lived pretty much alone this summer and it's a lot less convenient because like whenever you got roommates it's pretty cool like yeah. they add a lot of value to your life like you'll come home and maybe they have a friend over that you've never met before and then next thing you know you made a friend that night just by going home to your house yeah and the three of you are hanging out playing video games or whatever, whatever it may be. But I mean, that's pretty cool whenever that happens, but it's, it's a lot more creative whenever you are living alone is what I've noticed. Like you got to create everything. So for example, like if you, if you want to go party that night, you got to create that. You got to make it happen. It's all on you. It's not like your roommates are going to make anything else happen because you don't have any. Yeah. And then also like if you're, um, I don't know if you want to like, hang out with just one friend and watch a movie like you got to make that happen if you yeah. but you also have the flexibility if you want to stay in completely alone and just read a book then like you can make that happen yeah so there's some flexibility but i i agree with you it's nice to have somebody to come home to and kick yeah. it with for a little bit i agree i don't know i don't think like personally at my age right now i would be able to live, live alone okay. i just think i'd be uncomfortable I don't know. Like, coming home alone, like, freaks me out sometimes. You know, like, you walk into, like, a dark place and you're like, is someone here? 
Especially if it's, like, an old house and you're, like, somewhat questionable if it's the place is haunted. Yeah. I mean, living downtown, like, I always feel like I'm getting, like, creeped on. So. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just. You could be walking and some guy sees you there. Maybe he starts. Maybe he lives a few doors down and he keeps seeing you. I yeah, could keep going creepy. with this. I kind of want to keep going with this, but I don't want to creep you out. You like, can. It's fine. I mean, this dude's, like, watching you from spray. his window on, like, Monday morning. He's like, oh, I noticed she left it this time. Yeah. wonder if she works then. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then on Thursday afternoon, he sees you getting home from work. He's like, oh, so she gets home at this time. And then a few weeks pass, she, he starts noticing your schedule a little bit yeah. more. Then he starts prioritizing time to watch you outside his window at 3.30 p.m. because he knows you're going to be arriving between 3.30 and 3.30, 3.45. And then he, one day you arrive at 4 o'clock and he's like, oh, I wonder why my girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why she uh, wonder why she got home at 4. I wonder what she's up to. Yeah, and then mad. they start getting emotionally attached when they don't even know your first name. They just yeah. know your, your schedule to some degree. Yeah, and then they start getting creepy and then they end up at your front door one day. And then they're asking for toilet paper, and you, you're a friendly person, so you give them toilet paper, and you are going to be a friendly neighbor and help them out yeah. simply for the sake of altruism. Mm-hmm. And then they start just anonymously showing up at your door at different times, asking for different favors. Yeah. And then you invite them in one day, and then you find out that they just wanted somebody to talk to. Oh, how sweet. <laughs> I love the end of that story. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I just, I think it can be creepy. Like, I leave for work sometimes at 5 o'clock in the morning, and, like, there's these this homeless guy that lives, well, I mean, maybe he's not homeless, but he likes to sleep under our stairs. So he, like, sleeps under the stairs, and... Um, like when I'm walking down the stairs, he'll like peek his head up, and I'm always like, like trying to run down the stairs so I can get to my car before I get talked to. You know, it's just you have a homeless man that sleeps under your stairs. <laughs> it's like he literally keeps a blanket there all day, but then like there's like food trash like around it, and like he never moves it. Like it literally stays exactly how it is. And I'm like, 